Yeah. Here we go. Had to do it for the fans, man. Hey, you know that. Think they ready, Nug? Not for what we got coming. King Corn beats be killing shit. Guess who started a podcast? Riddle me that. Nug and his boy Jerzan, we talking smack. Sports, music, and life, we talking all of that. We live in effect, ayo, hey, we, we in the track. I'm Ramir Roberts, a.k.a. Jers. James Woodard, a.k.a. Nug. And we in the chat. And we, back, and we back in the chat, baby. What's good, brother? Chilling, my brother, man. I feel like I've been on the move, man. I've been putting up these miles these last few weeks, dog. I feel you, I'm just bro. glad to, I like, be home on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. I yeah. was in South Carolina celebrating my grandmother 75th. Shout out to that. It was our anniversary. We went to um, Florida, went to Disney World. Finally, and also I want to say this, finally at 33 years old, I know the difference between Disney World and And Disneyland. Before, I just used to be like, I don't know. I'm going to Florida. Right. I used to think they was the same. Yeah. So explain the difference for people who don't know. So the difference is like in Florida, like, they have much more. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got yeah. Magic Kingdom. So Magic Kingdom, that's like Mickey Mouse, Donald yeah. Duck, Goofy, right? Yeah. You know, then they got, you know, Epcot, which is more like, um, you know, not sci-fi, but more like high-tech stuff. They got mm. they got countries and stuff. So, you, you know, okay. you can try different beverages and yeah. food from different countries. And so, like, they have, like, a variety of different parks they got animal kingdom you know what i'm saying so like mm-hmm. it's called disney world because it's it's made up of multiple theme parks makes you know sense I mean? and so like if you so for example if you go to disney world you could um you can buy multiple um passes you get what i'm saying so you could buy a pass for all four theme parks or you can buy a pass just for one theme park you know what i'm saying Makes so sense. yeah, nah, but, that's what's up. I think Disneyland is like it's it's smaller in size, so so that's the oh, only sure. reason I know the difference. But but Makes yeah, sense. and then after that, you know, went to uh, Jersey last week for a baby shower. But yeah, man, just just relaxing this week. I feel that man. You know, um, I've had to go. You know, had to go out of town last couple of weeks or whatever, and um, also you know, moving, man. So we, we ended up moving to a new place. So, you know, dealing with that and, you know, that's that, you know, moving in itself, bro, is, is an event. And I can say now as an adult, uh, it's, it's not something that I enjoy. All right. It's, and it's I'm going to tell you why, bro. I'm going to tell you why. Think about it like this. When we were yeah. in college, right, we moved every year. Yeah. Right. Every, every year, you know what I'm saying? But the thing about in college was like, you only had stuff that was gonna fit in a in a dorm 500 room. square foot room you know what i'm saying and, not, and sometimes not even that right because if you split in a room yeah. you only got one side you know what i'm saying bro we yeah, yeah. we live together bro we yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying? yeah so but, it's like yo you bring in the fridge i'll bring the tv you bring the yeah. microwave i'll bring this you dig what i'm saying so yeah that is a fact and i think like yeah. as you grow older and you get apartments and homes that got multiple rooms bro bro when you bro. start packing you start moving bro. it's getting bro. real bro <laughs> you been you been yeah because dog you've been to the townhouse bro like the townhouse is three levels bro so at the end of the day it's like and we was there for like five years so you think about it man you're sp- you're filling that space over five years and when we first moved there like it was literally just me and patrice you know what i'm saying so over the course of five years you think about it you go all right we added a dog you know what I mean? And like year three and then, you know, all that come with that because we ain't have a small dog. Right. So we got a huge crate. We got all this ridiculous stuff. And then Max comes a couple years after that. And so, you know, everything that 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 come with her is, um you know, it's, it's, it's space filling for sure. You know what I'm saying? So uh, having to move all of that. And another thing that I've come to grips with, too, uh, when it comes to moving that I think I didn't before was getting rid of stuff, man. You know, just getting rid of stuff. Bruh. That I think it's 
and I don't know if you and Patrice had this problem, but like, if you be like, "Hey, we could we could toss the joint," she'd be like, "Nah, let's keep it." <laughs> you know, nah, definitely, bro. Definitely, that's you know, that's that's always conversation at the end of the day. But it was some things that you know, you know how it is. It's some things that one hundred percent, you're like, you're both one hundred percent on getting rid of whatever that thing is. Yeah. And those are the those are the dope moments in movies when you could just get rid of old stuff because you know I'm just a firm believer now in that you know energy is transferable. You know what I mean? If if old things have old energy, you moving into a new space and you, you know what I mean? You want to, you know, you want to adopt fresh air, fresh energy. Sometimes you got to get rid of that, that old stuff that you're holding on to that doesn't necessarily serve, you know, again, where you're going and, and, and what you're doing currently. So, yeah. I mean, that's something to think about, bro. Cause I probably mm-hmm. got some old energy in this joint. This couch that I'm sitting on, <laughs> this couch that I'm sitting on right now, probably yeah. 20, 20 years old. Easy. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come this on, was the bro. couch my mom had when she when we moved. She bought this couch when we moved to Virginia. Come on, man. And you how old? I, I remember when this couch used to be in plastic. Come on, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, brother. That's real. Right. And then, you know, we we moved from apartments to house. And then when yeah. I got my first place in Maryland, like she gave yeah. me this couch and I kind of oh. kept it. Now it's, you know, it's in the man cave. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it, 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 right. it's in decent it condition. Yeah, you know, these, yeah. these seats, I may, I may slouch down a little bit because these cushions, <laughs> you know, right, 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 right. A little sunken in there, you know, so you got a sweet spot for sure. Yeah, but yeah, man, if we ever move, dog, yeah, we got to pay somebody, dog. Nah, bro, facts. We was gonna pay movers, but you know, they was we we had a short window of time and you know everybody was you know pretty much booked up past the time that we needed to move. But that was definitely gonna be a part of the investment. I tell anybody too, if you want to move the right way, it's it's not cheap, bro. It's That's not cheap, thing. bro. I tell you, I nigga, I drove every U-Haul they had except for the 26 footer, bro. <laughs> every single one, bro. Hey bro, let's talk yeah. about U-Haul yeah. for a second. Yeah, yeah. U-Haul <laughs> just give people the keys, bro. They don't give you no, no training module. They, they don't care, bro. I don't know if I ever told you the story. Yeah. So when I lived in Maryland Eastern Shore, I was uh, moving back to Richmond, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I had to get a U-Haul, of course. At this time, I had a one-bedroom, one-bed, right? Wow. So, but I'm moving, like, I'm moving by myself. So I got I got my, mm-hmm. my Dodge Durango, and I got all my stuff. I go to the joint, and I'm like, yeah, I want the U-Haul with the, um... With the joint, I could put the whip on the back. I don't know what it's called. What's it called? It's like a so it's like a trailer hitch situation yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's trailer. like a car trailer. Not it's a car not trailer. The, not the joint with like the two wheels of the car like hanging on the road. You got the, you got the, the whole the whole whip sitting. Come on, up. dog. So the dude, I go in there, I fill out the paperwork. Dude, throw me the yeah. keys. Have a great day. I'm like, mind you, I'm uh, I might be 23, 24, bro. Come on, bro. I'm like, how I get my car on the joint? He like, just drive up. I'm like, how I lock it in? I know it don't yeah, yeah, yeah. just drive up. It just, it just go yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Like, like bro, bro. He gave you no tutorial at all. No tutorial, bro. Bro was ready to just have me. Bro, I would have drove off the whole, the whole car with a, with a fell yeah. off the joint, dog. Oh, my like, God. It was to a point, bro. I'd let him drive yeah. the, the truck. Not facts. Like I'm, so, like, bro, yeah. I was, I was young. I ain't never did no yeah. stuff like that, bro. Right, right, right. And right. then the, the crazy part was, you know, because I never drove anything that big, I didn't know yeah. how to back up with, like, right, with the trailer the, on there, yeah. dog. Like, it's not the same as regular yeah. backing up, yeah, at so, all. So what I had to do, bro, everywhere I went, bro, I made sure I didn't have to back up. I was driving straight everywhere. Nah, I go. facts, no nah, big I facts. To, I went to the neighborhood. I was like, all right, cool. How can I? Get out where this can I joint. put this joint? Yeah. Like legit, dog. Like, I ain't, where can I put this, bro? Facts. Like, I was not doing that, but oh my gosh, bro. That's hilarious. Nah, yeah. Moving, moving is not for the week, bro. I'll tell you right now. And uh, but again, you know, uh just being blessed with you know having a, a, a new space, you know what I'm saying? A new space to call home. Um, my daughter love it. Obviously, the dog loves it, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'll be here for a little bit, but you know, next thing is is house hunting. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna get into that bag, but but yeah, man, you know, it's uh it's always a pleasure, man, to to get back to doing this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, like I said, you know, I, I I love what comes of it, you know what I mean? So we got a couple of topics, man, and um, you know, we're gonna have some we're gonna have some fun today, obviously. And uh get, get out what y'all been waiting for, I'm sure. 
Um, but yeah, man, something happened, man. Something happened in the Matrix, bro, last weekend, bro. And it was it was to me one of the most surprising things that I think I've seen in in recent you know in recent time, and uh, it happened in Alabama, which was very telling, oh. right? And uh, it happened near some water, which was uh, some 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 things happened near this water that you wouldn't typically see, and uh, you know it was like I said, very interesting uh, ordeal. And uh, I just want to get into it a little bit, man. We talking about the Alabama Riverboat brawl, bro. And uh, like I said, you know, there was uh, there was an issue and, uh, you know, some things happened, man. So uh, what was your thoughts on, um, on on what what you saw and what went down? Bro, like, you know, when people say, you know, you know, mind your business, everybody, yeah. That, yeah. everybody that was a bystander that day did not yeah. get the memo, dog. Like everybody was in the trench. Yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah. Like, the the thing that kind of got me, bro, I was thinking mm-hmm. about everybody's thought process in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the um, the employee who was trying to get them to uh, to move or whatever it was. Right. I'm thinking right. about him. Right. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like he he did something that <laughs> I, I don't know, like that was in his job description but like no not at he all he was i mean he didn't like hop into the boat but he was yeah. like pushing it to like move it right yeah, so yeah. Dang, like i don't know if your job require you to do that too do like, that yeah the the owners of the boat put you know put them hands on bro like <laughs> right yeah yeah foul for that but no 100 like, bro but then like people was coming out the woodwork dog i don't know where these people from there was this bro. one dude who hopped off a boat and started swimming bro i the things you would never see, like I never would think in my life that I would see, you know, somebody getting jumped, especially near water. And you see somebody come to it. I thought it was Aquaman, bro. Where you see somebody come to somebody's aid, bro. He swam, which means when he got out of the water, you know, the difference between getting in the water with swim trunks on versus getting in there fully clothed and what that weight feel like when it's time to pull yourself up out of that water. And he pulled himself out of the water like his clothes was waterproof. Like he was, bro. He was ready to go, bro. Like the pants pull up, you know what I'm saying? Was was still with this had the same viscerosity as it would have had if you know what I'm saying? If if he was already on dry land the whole time. And bro, the hat throw, I've never seen a signal like that in my life. In my life, bro. The thing that got me, bro, the hat throw. At first, he put it to the back. Yeah. Like he, like he was like, I'm gonna put it to. The, he said, you know what? Yeah. That's the warning. That was the warning. Yo, but, that was the warning. But you know who the oh, star of the show was? The star of the show was my man with that yeah. chair, bro. Bro, bro, listen, man. Where first of all, where do you get this chair? Second of all, he's out here like this is a a, a hardcore match in WWE, bro. I tables, ladders, and chairs, bro. The thing that Ooh, got wow. me, bro, like that's not the type of chair you find by like no. here. You find that in uh, the auditorium. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like that wasn't no beach chair, bro. Like that, no, like, bro. No, that bro. was the that was the steel joint, the metal joint. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a that's a high school. Your your auditorium is your your cafeteria type chair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like bro. you don't <laughs> these hang on racks, bro. They not just out on docks like that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, and you know the the thing about the internet, bro. The internet would have yeah. fun with some, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. They, yeah. bro. This last week, bro, they went to town, dog. I yes, seen bro. The other day, it said, "Put down the guns, pick up the chairs." <laughs> yes, yes, bro. No, let's talk about let's talk about the the goat of all of all of the stuff that's come from it. One, you know, I found out about the song. I didn't, I didn't know about that, so I found out about the song, the little song that they made, the challenges or whatever. But. It was a guy and his son, bro. And they do videos a lot, like TikTok or whatever. And they did the Friday spoof. But they instead of, you know, obviously from the film, he had the gun. Mm-hmm. He had the chair, bro. I was crying, bro. And it, it was on it was on point. He was like, Yes. He said, What's that yes. for? He said, Protection. <laughs> for protection. <laughs> protection from who? <laughs> hey. Man, mama never would have moved this neighborhood. We know you need a chair to walk down the street. Hey, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man, man, classic. Do not waste no time. No, Somebody bro. was like, 
I, I don't know if you saw this, but this dude, he he an artist, he a painter, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He painted the scene from the brawl on the seat of a folding chair. Chill out. Yeah, bro. So he had a folding on. chair, and on yeah. the seat, he had a picture of the brawl. I was oh, like, no, that's fire. That's yeah, fire. Like, that's goaded. Like, that's goaded. I'm like, bro, like, this only happened like 36 hours ago. Right. The turnaround, the turnaround for this creativity was out of hand. Like it was out of hand. I don't know what it unleashed, bro. But it was like I said, it was it was crazy, man. And you know, I feel like it's a situation, man, where you know, obviously there's gonna be some, you know, some arrests and things of that nature. But y'all gotta look at the video footage and you gotta kind of look at the situation, man. And it was like, you know, the man one, he was just doing his job. Now I don't know, like you said, was you know, is in his you know his contract or whatever or a job description where it's like, hey, if a boat is in a particular situation, you got to physically move it. That part I don't know about, but he physically moved some stuff after the fact. Is all I'm gonna say. And to, to see people just coming back in droves, bro, to help this man was outrageous, dog. No, bro, this is what you gotta peep, bro. This is what yeah. I, you haven't yeah. peeped it yet. Peep this, bro. Yeah. Peep the people that's on that boat, bro, and how they looking through that window, bro. Yeah. I mean, yes. it's like a I don't know if it's a ferry boat or what type of boat yeah. it was. Yeah. But bro, they is looking through that window <laughs> like, what is going on, <laughs> like, bro? <laughs> Yo, it's the best scene ever, bro. Like it was a, it was like a movie, man. It's the best scene ever. That's why I say, bro, art really truly. I, you know, it imitates life, man. But it came back around. It came back around last Sunday, bro. That was wild. That yeah. was wild, man. I know folding mm. chair, man. He, uh, somebody told me he got to go fund me, because of course, I bet he was arrested for, for Mister. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, because he was cracking. He, I feel like they, he will get a lot of contributions to that. Of course. Of course, of course. Nah, because he was cracking with that chair, but I've never seen this before, bro. Like a chair, bro. Oh my god, bro. bro it was crazy. wow. Primetime television right there, man. It's crazy. Out here, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. But um, you know, just moving it, moving it, man, moving it a little bit forward, you know. Um I got an opportunity this weekend, man, to see something pretty cool happen. Um yesterday. Uh, a great class, in my opinion. Um, got a chance to be enshrined in the Naismith, you know, Basketball Hall of Fame, man. You know, um, some headliners in this class, some real true headliners in this class, some champions. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, like I said, I think it was a uh, it, it was a beautiful class to see enshrined. Um, but you know, lo and behold, my my man's all of them first ballot, right? All of them first ballot. So uh, I would just say, I, just based off the NBA and all of those guys being first ballot, um, you know, what are your thoughts with the careers that they have and and them being, you know, first ballot Hall of Famers? And so, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to remember this off the top. Mm-hmm. D Wade, yeah, Tony Parker, yep. Dirk and who nope. else? And um, let's see, Dirk, uh, Powell, 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 and obviously Greg Popovich. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Man, I think, I think it's dope, man. I, I'm mm. still trying to understand the the basketball Hall of Fame, and the reason why I say right. that is because it's not. It's not an NBA Hall of Fame. You get what I'm saying? Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. basketball Hall of Fame. So, right. for example, True. for example, uh, I'm just going to name somebody like Cheryl Swoops, mm-hmm. who's I think already is in the Hall of Fame. Like, she, yeah. like, she could have been there. Like a college player, oh, no. like Tyler Hansbro, or um, yeah, or a college coach, like could have been there, or uh, yeah. a, FIBA, a FIBA player could have been there. You know what I'm True. saying? So, like, yeah. I think I think I want to understand the um how that works. How that works a little bit more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, and, and makes sense. I'm not just talking about NBA. I'm talking about Hall of Fame in general. Like right. Like I think there needs to be more criteria. And what I mean by that is how many like how many people get in every year, right? Is it mm. just hey, if you get 80% of the vote, you in. It don't matter if we got 40, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter if right. we got 40 people, 50 people, it don't matter. Makes as sense. Long How as many are Chinese? Yeah. yeah. And that's, so that's the way it works in, um, I think in the NFL and in baseball, like, you got to get a 
certain percentage of votes to get right to get in. But my but you sense. know, like you know, I know the NFL does like um they do like the modern era and they, they do like multiple mm. eras of football. So Makes like sense. they so like they may have like eight people in, right? right. But right. like two may be from the modern era, which I think is like you know, the 80s and up or something like that. And then they may mm-hmm. have another one for, you know, people who play before, like, the modern mm-hmm. rule change. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I bring that up is because I I think, and I'm be honest, I think D-Wade, Dirk are worthy of first ballot, but yeah. I also don't know, like, the criteria, right? Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, makes sense. Makes sense. It, that, like, like I, I get, I get what you're saying because I feel like you know, in, in past maybe it felt like uh, certain players who should have gotten in first ballot maybe it was a little bit more difficult then, right? And then you look at you know, uh, class of recent, and you go, oh, okay, I can see some of these guys. You know, I can see the case for first ballot, but then others, it's like, oh, well. And sometimes, too, well, looking at this one, I go, they went with the storyline more so than, you know, to me, um, uh, what it what it meant to, like, really be first ballot, right? You think about it, the the great story to tell about this draft class is all these guys competed against each other, basically, you know, at the highest level. All of them competed against each other or had to beat each other for championships. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that, you know, was a, you know, was a great way to, you know, kind of locking the story of, you know, of this class. But again, like you said, it's, it's looking at, all right, well, what is the what is the criteria? Is it about uh, creating an attraction around, you know, people watching, you know, people get inducted into the Hall of Fame? Or is it or is it truly about, you know, them, you know, them being voted in because of, you know, what their careers, um, you know, what their careers kind of stood for, uh, you know, uh, seeing Dirk and Dwayne Wade go in together is, is really wild based off of the, you know, the battles that they had together. And they talked about that, you know, or, you know, Powell and, and Dirk knowing that they had to fight in the West or pop and one of his players in Tony Parker, you know what I'm saying? There's so many storylines uh, when you look at this, you know, this hall of fame class, is it, is it deserved by those guys? I think so. But also I appreciate, you know, Powell, in you know giving it up to to Bean during his speech like hey man you know i'm not i'm not here if it's you know if if it's not for you and you know what we did in la together you know what i'm saying because that that's true because i feel like you know yeah he was rookie of the year and all of this but at the same time it's like when you look at his career it's like well what's the defining moment if he doesn't join the lakers that would have put him in the hall of fame you know yeah, that's, um, that's true man and i and you know like I don't know, man. Like, for example, like I, I'm going back to it again. Like criteria, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that. How long do you have to be retired NBA player to to go into the joint? I so I want to say I want to say five years because okay, five you years. think about it. Yeah, you think five about years, it. It was 2018, for... 2019 season that they retired basically. Uh, Dwayne Wade and and uh, Dirk. Those guys, they retired 2018-2019. Five years, right? Mm-hmm. For a coach, it don't matter because Pop still right because he's still coaching. You, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying so, like, yeah, yeah. It, well, it I mean, we obviously all know he's hall, his his career is Hall of Fame, but yeah, but but I think it's weird. Like, it's weird to do it in the midst. To yeah, me, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying? Because yeah, you know, part of going to the Hall of Fame is they they like read off your accolades. Right, right, right. Act, there's, there's an asterisk because you're not done. You get what I'm saying? Like, right, makes he sense. Has, he has 1,000 <laughs> career wins, and like by the time he actually retires, he might have 1,200. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, makes sense. Makes um, sense. Yep. You know, that's like that's like reading somebody obituary before they die. <laughs> no, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I didn't, I didn't see the enshrinement. I'll probably look it okay. up. Um, okay but i think what was dope and this is what i love about life and about sports right Mm -hmm. is everybody has their role model you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and that's why like i like the goat conversation is because there isn't a and i'm be honest there isn't a correct answer 
No, it isn't. It and the, isn't. and the, re- the reason why is because everybody evaluates the game differently. 100%. You you get you get what I'm saying? So like 100%. You know, I heard bits and pieces of D Wade's speech. He talked about AI who, yeah. you know, um, you know, was his host inducted him into the Hall of Fame. But he right. talked about, you know, I wore I wore the armband because of you. You know right. what I'm saying? And and, and right. talked about how he idolized him. You know, you know, Mike, he you know, cuz D Wade is from Chicago. Chicago. Oh, yeah. From Illinois. Yeah. Right. Where you from, Rob Robinson? So he so so he's from he's from Southside, born and raised Southside. But uh, when his when he was young and his mom was going through her life situation, he ended up moving to to Robbins because that's where his dad was. His dad lived in Robbins, Illinois. He moved out of Chicago at the time. Gotcha. So yeah, that's where he played high school ball and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I, I think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like that that was dope. But you know, it's dope because everybody has different idols right if you right. if you're seven you know seven footer like yeah more than likely Le, uh, lebron or michael jordan is not going to be somebody you aspire to be you get what i'm saying like yeah and so like yeah. it's, it's dope to see you know people inspire them and them being here to like get their roses and also like celebrating them on this big accomplishment that's exactly Exactly. Um, you know, and I, like I said, I thought, you know, I thought Dwayne Wade had a real, well, I, th- I love the, you know, the, the speech that he gave uh, and I love the flowers that he gave, you know what I mean? Especially to his parents. You know what I mean? I think that was huge because, you know, that's a huge part of, you know, his development is growing up. And, uh, you know, he invited his dad towards the end and, you know, said a little spill about his dad and invited him on the stage and everything. And they had a dope moment um, saying that, you know, we basically you, we had the same dream. You know what I mean? And uh, we carry the same name. And so, uh, you know, he he wanted them to walk on stage and know that, you know, they're walking in to the Hall of Fame together. You know what I mean? Because, you know, he's like, you know, if it's not for his dad and kind of what he instilled in him and what he gave him, you know, growing up when he wasn't good at basketball is the reason why, you know, again, he's, you know, he stuck with it and, you know, really went through a lot of the trials and tribulations when it comes to the game and, you know, ended up making it to the Hall of Fame. So, like you I said, said super dope. Share the same name? Yeah. Yeah, because he's 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 Dwayne Tyrone uh, Wade Jr. Oh, dang. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's a junior. Yeah, they got okay. the exact same name. So the misspelling and everything that we think about, it, it happened yeah. this generation <laughs> earlier. Like his grandma did that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know what I, what I think about, though, like, dog, is like, you know, you know, I just, you know, I just graduated or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think about genetics, man. Like, I didn't, I didn't get here because, like, because I just, just happened to be this good. Like, at, makes you know, sense. Putting in this work in terms of like getting multiple degrees, but I think, like, you know, my parents had a certain skill set that kind of helped me get there. You get what I'm saying? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like the probability of, you know, your your mom being five four, your dad being five five and you growing up to be six eight that probability isn't you know, isn't <laughs> right, right, right right you know what i'm right. saying so like right although you know you look at a lot of people although your 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 parents may not have been athletes and played and, and on a collegiate level like they gave mm-hmm. you they gave you size they gave you athletic ability they gave you right physique you know what i'm saying so like 100 you know, i think i think people i think first and foremost god and parents should always be be thanked in, in speeches because you know that's a part of uh you know one genetics and then also like things don't happen by chance you know what i'm saying i think like you know some things you can't explain like you know even even in my like in small moments of life i'll be like dang I, like and i you know i still got a long way to go in, in terms of life i think but like i'll be like dang how did i get here like this is crazy you know what i'm saying like and i know like the Hall of Fame is like, how did I get here? And, you know, um, I think about like, because the thing is, like, people say things like that, like, I want to be in the Basketball Hall of Fame, right? But like, to get there, you have to do other steps. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you can't, you can't win an Oscar if you've never acted in a movie. Like there's like, <laughs> like the, you like you can't you can't skip certain steps. You get what I'm saying? You're not gonna make it to the basketball hall of fame if you don't play basketball. You get what I'm saying? Like there's certain steps to that. I can't hear you, bro. 
you can't negotiate the price of success. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you gotta you got at some level you gotta pay the price. Whatever that goal is, you're gonna have to pay a price. Um, and it's and it's not you know it's not up to you even to to know what that you know to know what that cost is. You know what I'm saying? You gotta endure the journey in order to even go. All right, well you know now I have some semblance or understanding of what it is that I have to pay, um, to you know to make this dream or this goal you know turn it into fruition, and um. You know, that I think that's one of the most difficult things when you think about people uh, setting goals and hitting them is I think sometimes people get so consumed with what do you have to pay in order for it to uh, to come to pass rather than all right, saying, hey, you know, once I make this decision, whatever it is, I have to pay. Right. Whatever the price is, I'm not saying we shouldn't have boundaries. One hundred percent. We should have boundaries. But those things are set well before the goal is even set. You know what I'm saying? So I think at the end of the day, when you will those two things together. That's when you get to points like this and you can't allow, you know, you can't allow no to be the final answer. Right. You just talked about it. You know, being that, you know, I had parents in a particular situation. Sometimes I look around and I go, well, how did I get here? And it's it's all choice based. Right. It's all choice based on what you was willing to, you know, to go through to make it happen. Um, and, and because you paid that price, you know, what happens is it's the law of sowing and reaping. So once I plant these seeds, I got to stay around and wait for my harvest. You know, and, and that's the hard part. The hard part is 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 going through the journey and going, all right, well, I know that if I planted seeds for a doctorate, that it's going to come up. You know what I mean? 100 percent. And you got to just stay there and kind of tend that land and that soil until it comes to pass. So, yeah. Bro, no is 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 not the end. You know what I'm saying? No, not at all. Why say that? No. <laughs> no, no can mean not yet. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. And, you know, you know, like thinking about basketball, thinking about sports, you know how many like stories we've heard, dog, like right. people being cut from their high school team, right. people growing uh, uh, a foot, uh, you know, yeah. over the summer, you know what right. I'm saying? People right. not getting drafted, going play overseas. Right. Um, you know, like it's a, a lot of people have a lot right. of different stories, but the thing yeah. about these stories that they never took no friend answer like they never gave up you know what i'm saying like yeah. there's some people who did there's some people who 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 didn't get through that obstacle you know what of i'm saying of course of course and i think both both things are necessary both things are necessary in the world because we got to at least know at some way shape form of some way shape form or fashion that is possible but also we got to know sometimes the ramifications of of not right if if this doesn't happen what does that look like a lot of times so we you got to study you know what I'm saying? You really got to study this game like you. You know what I mean? You looked at. All right. Well, I'm pursuing a doctorate. What what is what's the numbers, Um, you know, when it comes to those who don't succeed? I got to know. I got to know failure rate just as much as success, you know, because, again, if I'm equipped with this information, now I know the game that I'm playing. Right now, I really know how focused I got to be and what I need around me and all these different things. And it's, it's not only that you also seek counsel throughout. Right. That's mostly important, too, because if we left to you know, our own vices or our own mind, um, at the end of the day, we can always let ourselves off the hook. You know what I'm saying? Because we with us all the time. You can always let yourself off the hook. But when you're accountable to uh, individuals, when you tell people of affluence or of familiar um, understanding that w- what your goal is, that, that those things hold you up. You know, and that's a lot of what you talked about the night of your party uh, is, you know, hey, I, I'm, I'm here because of some of all of these things. Right. And, you know, I think that's the biggest thing when you look at the crown and achievement of uh, your name entering Lord as never to be unwritten, you know, yeah, which is I, like Hall of I Fame. Think, You're forever immortalized that way. Yeah, bro. And, you know, so I was just looking something up. They say so around two percent of all college basketball players make the NBA two percent. Mm. Mm. And I'm in this next statistic, I'm just talking about Division one basketball players. Right. Division one college players, which is about 1,500 players, only 60 will be chosen in the NBA draft. Mm. You, you mm. know what I mean? And, and yeah. So, like, the probability of just making it there is, is, is challenging. 100%. But 100%. Then, you know, I love to hear, like, when people talk about mentioning the, the high school coach, mentioning, you know, people in the neighborhood that looked out for them. You know what I'm saying? Because I think – there's two things, right? One, when people know you gonna be good, then they start to look out because they want to. They want a piece of that pie. When you do make it, we we know we know how that is. 
But then you also got you also got people who just like I want to help as many people as I can and whatever 100%. comes out of that, that's cool. But I'm not right. doing it for that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. right. I, think I don't need no get back. Yeah, I think that's just dope and mm-hmm. dope in general, because I just think there there are so many life lessons taught right. in sports. And and whether it's team or individual, I think I think there's a there's a some sort of of discipline, you know, taking instruction from authority, because yeah. um, right. you know, regardless if you play individual sport, team sport, there's always some sort of coach, some sort of 100%. trainer, somebody that's telling you to do something that in that moment or you may not be, you know, interested in doing. So, thanks, yeah, man, thanks, bro. Um, but like I said, you know, uh, a, a great class, you know, to see enshrined in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm just interested to see, you know, what what classes are to come, how many more, you know, unanimous, uh, you know, choices we get to see. I want to see, I want to see some snubs, man. I want to see some crazy snubs where you look at it and you go, "Ain't no way this guy didn't make it." Because I feel like the NFL has a lot of that, but like not the NBA Hall of Fame necessarily. Like the guys that get in, you typically can look at them and go, "All right, they." They deserve to get in. You never see anybody really truly get snubbed, in my opinion, just from what I've seen in, you know, in, in recent history. Uh, you might see some surprise joints. Like, you know, Chris Bosch one, that it, it surprised me that it happened then, right? I realized, you know, I go, all right, per his situation, yes, I get it. But at the same time, too, you go, oh, maybe another year, you know. But, hey, uh, he made it. He, I feel like, you know, his career is, in a way, deserving of, uh, of Hall of Fame, so. You know he got it, but yeah, man, it was a, a it was a, it was a nice situation. Thing. And shout out Becky Hammond too, man. She made it. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you this one thing about about sports, about awards in general, mm-hmm. right? Most awards, the winner is chosen by who? Um, by like a committee, or yeah, you know, like the and yeah. those committees, those committees are made up of human beings, right? No, one hundred people that have with with opinions. People that have opinions, people that have biases, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. And the reason, the reason why I bring that up is because we've watched award shows and you'd be like, what? How they not win, right? Yeah. Like people yeah. have a, people have opinions. People have, right. you know, perceptions, right? And for sure. you know, I think about I think about Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh had a great career. No, but for sure. That, but one thing that helped Chris Bosh out getting in the Hall of Fame is that Chris Bosh is a great individual. That's a fact. You, you, get, you get what I'm saying? The reason Makes why sense. I bring it up, and I, I know we're talking about two different sports here, but right. Terrell, Terrell Owens, right? Exactly. My, yep, exactly you where know, I was like, going. Yep. Like, yep. statistically, you cannot, on, like, you can't keep this man out. He might be the second or third best wide receiver to ever play the game of football. I think he's a That's a fact. Like, That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And, like, right. he's my first ballot. Come on, man. Like, somebody, somebody got, it's a person, it seemed personal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and you know it it is I, I'm insane yeah. it is bro you can't yeah. you can't tell yeah. you cannot tell me otherwise bro right and I mean we we haven't seen it yet in um you know the NBA but the reason why I yeah. say like you know like you have 22 players that start in the in the on full football team right. right you have five for for NBA team right mm-hmm. and. You know, like out of those five, you may have one or two guys on on each team that that may be that may be worthy of the Hall of Fame. You know, I I think I think Great we'll one. start to see something a little bit different moving forward because I think like some guys like um uh some guys like uh, Mike Conley, yeah, may maybe borderline, yeah, um, yeah. I think Great some career. guys like, you know, I think some guys like Brooke Lopez maybe borderline. And, yeah, you know, there's gonna um, be some. There's there's gonna be a bunch of those guys. I think you know, you know, a bunch like, of those guys. I think Demar Rose, Demar Derozan maybe borderline. Oh, 100%. John Wall, Bradley Beal, one hundred percent. And the reason why I say that is because, just being honest, like. Damian Lillard, you know, guys rings, like that. Rings yeah. is rings is what 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 matters, man. Sure. Rings, you know, I keep saying rings is what matter, but then, but then, like, I think rings is what matter to get you in the Hall of Fame, but to get you in that goat conversation, you need like 
MVPs and final MVPs. Like, oh no, that's 100%. what that's what gets you, that's what gets you in that conversation. Like, yeah, because those are the best. Of the about, best. Yeah, people talk about Mount Rushmore. Steph Curry won this last Finals MVP, his first one, and people talk about him catapulting into the Mount Rushmore. But I think, like, like I said, like. I don't know specifically what the criteria is. I don't know if there is one. You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, it, may, I, it may not be. Yeah, but I think like I think the Hall of Fame r- judges you as the person. Makes sense. And I just did not just picking you just based on you know what you contributed to the game of basketball. They're looking at you right. as an individual. You get what I'm right. saying? Like, and, and right. I give you a prime example. Pete Rose, right? Pete Rose is not in the baseball hall of fame because he was gambling, right? Right. Like Pete Rose numbers is ridiculous. Like, never did, <laughs> never did steroids, never come on, bro. You know, never did anything like that. But in terms of like statistics, like you're like, why is he in there? Top tier, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it is what it yeah. is. No, 100%. I, I, like I said, I definitely agree. Like, you know, and again, uh, baseball and I think NFL has a long way to go um, when it comes to, you know, those snubs. But again, you know, at the end of the day, I understand when you, you know, join such an exclusive club for them having standards for, you know, you as a person too, you know, I, I get it, you know, at the same time too, you go, you know, the argument is, well, what about my game though? I thought this was about the game. You know, that I, I'm sure that's the argument for some of these people. And, um, you know, some of that stuff can't be denied, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. I wonder if, you know, in that room or wherever they do uh, this voting, do they actually have a, um, you know, a, a criteria sheet where, where you look at it and you go, all right, these are the things that we're going to judge them on. I think that, you know, that may be um, a, a great cause for a lot of these institutions is all right. We're gonna we're gonna have a framework, and then we'll go from there, right? We understand everybody has their personal opinion of who does what or whatever the case may be, but you know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna evaluate based on this, and and then we may go into you know the 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 personal stuff, you know. So, all right, bro. All right, I got I got some info. <laughs> Yeah. So to be eligible for the Naismith Hall of Fame, players must be fully retired for at least four years. Okay. They can be nominated to the Hall of Fame in their fifth year of retirement. Got it. So like they, you know, um, coaches can be nominated after four years of retirement or if still active, they must have been coaching for at least 25 years. Mm. The same rule applies for referees. So referees can go into the Hall of Fame as well. Hmm. Um, okay. So, I dig it. The players that are first year eligible for twenty twenty four. You ready? Yeah. And I'm I'm a name them. You tell me. You tell me. You think they gonna get in? You don't have to say Bet. first year. All, All right. right. So this is what we gonna do. You, you gonna tell All me right. yes if they get in first year? Yes if yeah. you think they gonna get in eventually. All right. All right. All right. So Vince Carter. Yes. First year? Uh I'll say eventually. Okay. Um, uh, I would say I would say first year. Okay. Makes sense why you would say first year too. I think he was such a polarizing guy when it comes to like really changing the game and getting the excitement back around it. I would say yeah. So I'm not against first year, but I just don't think so. Uh Jamal Crawford. Uh Eventually. <laughs> I'll say I'll say first year. And okay. And I'm say, wow, like all right. Because I don't know the list either. So yeah, this yeah. should be interesting. Yeah. I think he is the greatest bench player to ever play the game of basketball. I'm with you. Honestly, I think I'm 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 with you there. Um I, who I else? Think... Him and Lou, him and him and Lou Will to me kind of are, are right there in that conversation. Yeah. So I probably would put me personally, I think. I don't know if I put Will, Lou Will over him, but I think I might. Yeah, I think I, I might. I, I think I think Bruh's different. Yeah, Bruh's different. How many six men did he I, have versus how many Lou had? Um, let me look that up real quick. But while I'm looking at it, I'm gonna go down the rest yeah. of the list. All right, cool. Kyle, Kyle Corver. Dang. 
can I say no? Yeah, you can say no. Uh, nah. Um, JJ Barrera. That's tough. I would say I would I would say no, but he's won championships. So I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's it's like we talked about, it's the committee is just looking at how they would evaluate that, but I would say no. Okay. Um so Jamal Crawford has three six man of the year. Lou Williams has three. I think okay, Jamal yeah. Crawford has he has three on three different teams. Mm. He okay. also has he almost has twenty thousand career points. I didn't know this. He was filling it um, up. Uh Joe Kim Noah. Uh, uh and these are just the people uh, who are eligible next year. Makes sense. I say eventually, and now I'm probably go back to events and go first because this I don't know. This list is wild. <laughs> yeah, this list yeah, is wild. And also, the list that I'm reading to you is just NBA. It's just See, yeah, that's it makes sense because right. I don't I don't know how many people they choose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the it makes last sense. person is uh, Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler, I'll probably say yes because he was a big part of. A championship team. He was a big part of like the resurgence that happened for a second beer in New York when Melo was there. Um, I just think a solid, right, a solid all around player and, and and great dude in my opinion. So I would say first for him. Okay. So I'm hard worker, hard worker, incredibly hard worker. Ben Carter has a ninety four point five percent chance of making it to the Hall of Fame. I get um, it. I get it. The other players have below 50%. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Like I said, it's not, it's it's when you think about the names, right? And and you know, it's not a strong class. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a strong class. We like, oh man, this joint is like riddled with like championship players or anything like that, but they all had their place, I'll say. You know. So these are some other players who haven't gotten in yet. Yeah. Um, so Chauncey Billups. In for sure. Sean Marion. Amari Stoudemire. Mm. Oh, Sean yeah. Uh, okay. Jermaine O'Neal. Okay. You know, these are these are all players. So, like, I, I guess some people not getting in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So now that now we now see now that you went back to that, yeah. now it's like okay, now I see it. All right, because at first I was like, nah, guys are getting in. You know what I mean? If you played in the NBA, you had a solid career, maybe helped out on the championship team. Guys are getting in, but yeah, you know, Jermaine O'Neal, obviously, we would know. Like, you know, like we talk about the personal stuff. So you know, brawling, brawling, the Auburn Hills. You know, probably got a little bit to do with that. Um. But yeah, Chauncey Billups should be in for sure. He didn't get in first ballot though, huh? Nah. Yeah, he yeah. definitely should be in. Yeah, I mean, bro got bro got a ring in the finals of MVP. No, one hundred percent, and that was like like that was a hard championship to get. That was a hard championship to get. That's not an easy bro, one to I'm get. A, outside of, and so I heard somebody say this the other day. And I'm just talking modern era because I've only been mm-hmm. alive 33 years. But right. outside of Dirk's ring, yeah, I think that I think that Detroit joint might be the second hardest ring. No, that's a fact. That's a fact because, because you know you think about the team shape up. Yeah, it's about the same. They was just gritty, bro. That was the Lakers. That was the stacked Lakers squad. That was the one that exactly the Carl Malone, Gary Payton on the joint. Yeah, and I mean even for like, what their careers they, were at that they, time. And it won't like, nah. it won't because you got to think about it. GP, you got to think about it. GP left them and came to Miami and won a ring. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So, like, they wasn't like they was obviously out of the twilight of their career, right? But still, you know, serviceable players and whatnot. But like, the Lakers are still the Lakers. I don't care if Kobe's there, it's the Lakers, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's really the Lakers. And so, I think, like I said, I think that run for Detroit was, was big time. It was tough though. Yeah, and to be honest, Hall of Fame is a is a is an individual thing, right? 
Right. Like you, right. you going it by by yourself. Like your teammate's right. not coming with you. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, and right. so when I think about that, the the three most important individual awards, right, or the two most is MVP and Finals MVP. One hundred percent. Anybody, anybody on the team could 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 be a champion. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like right. MVP and Finals MVP are like the two most important individual awards, right? I agree. Like Chauncey got one of them. Like facts, facts, Chauncey got big facts. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and you know, I just I just think of overall, you know, great leader when it comes to this league too. That uh, you know, that doesn't get talked about as uh, either. You know what I mean? Just, just to me, uh, a great leader in this league. Um, but yeah, man, you know that's 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 kind of the criteria. We you know we could talk about basketball all day. Yeah. Um, you know, but um, just want want to get in a little bit of tech, man. You know, before we kind of wrapped up and got up out of here, man. Just wanted to get into a little tech because you know. AI is 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 really truly taking over. I mean, obviously we can see, you know, AI, the uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Alan 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 Iverson and artificial intelligence. You dig what I'm saying? It's it's a wild time to have those initials and be talking about that because obviously, you know, a lot of people go, "What Alan Iverson up to now?" Yeah, you know? but uh, yeah, we could kind of see it, you know, kind of hedging, you know, a, a few years back. But man, it's it's really kind of taking ground, bro. Um. And uh, one of the ways, you know, I've been, you know, kind of looking at some different things. You see a lot of uh, people looking at getting in professional uh, settings and, and, and job placements and things of that nature. And so uh, nobody want to pay for these headshots, you know, so they're using uh, this this app called I Remedy, Remedy app or whatever, where I think they can take like one photo of themselves. And what the app does is it'll, um, you know, it'll it'll generate right professional headshot photos or uh professional mm-hmm. photos for you um and it you know I, i've seen it used i haven't used it and i probably won't uh because it's kind of freaky to me man it's kind of freaky where you can upload a photo of yourself and then they regenerate photos where you know that's not you yeah. right you know that's really not you and yeah. they look so strikingly uh similar is 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 really kind of wild i saw a picture of Patrice in like the the app in that way, and I swore I was looking at a dope version of my daughter. Like it's it's wild. It's bro. It's wild, bro. So bro, you know, bro. I, <laughs> here's a here's a here's a picture of me, bro. I was gonna say I like your your Remini photo, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. It's legit, bro. Come on, it's bro. legit. But the way the way it worked is like uh, it'll say upload eight to twelve pictures of yourself. Really. And from those eight to twelve, they figure the rest out, bro. That is wild. Like, like it's, bro. And I mean, what's dope about it, bro? Like, you know, like it all started because people wanted to see like what their kids would look like, right? Which right, I, right. which I think is cool because like I don't have kids, so I that's sure. something that I often think about. But I think it's right. different. I think it's weird, and this is this is my opinion, my opinion only. But I think it's weird when you have kids and you want to see what your kids look like. Like you know what yeah. your kids gonna look like. You know they're not gonna look like what they say it's gonna look like. Cause yeah. you got them kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, that's a fact. But um, that's a fact. Um, yeah, bro. Like I was like, I my was man using a remedy, bro. Like that that photo. Like I said, it, it looked like you, bro. Like the joint is a one, bro. That joint is a one, bro. Wow. Like, bro, I was going and I was that going. is. I was doing that little kids. Wild. I was doing toddlers. Yeah. I was doing, <laughs> bro. Like, bro, I that said, is, come on, <laughs> come on, bro, bro. You look like you look like a, uh, <laughs> you look like a. <laughs> what's my man name? Yo? Oh my gosh, uh, Billy D. You look like you look, bro. What the world, bro? Hey, bro yo, like you look that. like you look like Billy D. Williams in Star Trek on that first. I mean, uh, Star Wars on that first joint, bro. Like the app is crazy, bro. Like, come on, bro. That is insane. It's that, yeah, that's that is wild. But but I think like I think artificial intelligence, bro, is is here to stay, bro. Oh no, for sure. Um I I and I mean it's just a way of life, bro. Like, yeah, my, my thing is like. I'm the type of person like if we could do things easier, why won't we do things 
to make life easier. Like I, I understand, like the you know these things affect people, jobs, people, livelihood. Right. But I and, and I, I'm not thinking about money, right? I'm not thinking about money. I'm thinking about making life easier. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, no facts. I took pictures of me from my phone. Yeah. They put me in a suit in the <laughs> background. Gave me oh, so the suit up. wasn't there either? No, bro. The, Go ahead, yo. That is crazy. Bro, the, the, from the suit to the background yeah. to the lineup. Yeah. You, you know, like, so as, as and you know, I'm a type of person, like, I pay, I pay for things that are important to me. You know what Facts. I'm saying? What I mean by that is, like, I pay people to review my resume. I pay right. people to take my headshots. I pay people to edit said headshots. You get what mm. I'm saying? You tell and you telling me there's an app that I, I took all that. pictures of me in street clothes, pictures with me and Bree, and they made that and they took those <laughs> to 12 pictures and made a professional headshot that I that I use, bro. Like that, <laughs> like that is my you just saw, bro. Like yeah, that, yeah. That is I use that. That is my yeah. my uh that's my photo I use for my work email. That is my Zoom picture. Like, bro, like, come on, bro. The drink. That is crazy, that is incredible, dog. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I think it's 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 so dope to me that it's scary, and I think that's the part for me. Like, it's it's like what? And I didn't like. Obviously, I didn't know that you do all of that work to be able to generate the photos. I'm not thinking that, right? I'm thinking like half the time I go because I looked at the pictures too, and I was like. You don't own any of these clothes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, you really don't own any of these clothes. Like, this is a crazy experience right here. Hey, bro. Yeah, I, man. If I want a picture of me in the woods right now, bro, <laughs> I could do it. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh, like, my it, God. It is, it is, it is crazy. Man. Man. Oh. But I think wow. something else on top of that, bro, like, even yeah. chat GPT, bro. Talk about it. Talk and, about it. And I'm a. I'm gonna tell you why I'm an advocate for it, bro. It's because, yeah. Like, um, I think I think you you the one that that kind of told me this, but you was like, um, mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly how you worded it or phrased it, but like, you talked about like, I don't know, you talked about you filling your tank or, oh yeah yeah yeah, charging yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah, everybody, yeah. if you wake up in the morning, you got a full tank or a full. Tr- right and so like yeah. throughout the day like you use you use some of that energy on certain things right for sure and so like for example like you know steve jobs mark zuckerberg like that's why they wear similar clothes every day because they don't want to lose some of that yep. energy like doing some simple tasks right like chat gpt is effective when you are low and you still on that yes that's a fact that's a like, fact bro like and you know like i think like it's it's parts of uh, my parts of my day, parts of my life, where like I got specific assignments from my from my supervisor, from you know colleagues, etc. And they're like, "Hey, we need you to do this, but we need it today. We need it tomorrow." Yeah. And like my my brain power in that moment is like on ten percent. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. What do you do? What do you do in those moments? You know what I'm saying? And I, I think like, right. I think college students probably use it differently, right? They probably like. Of course, they type. They trying to get over all the way. Yeah, they copy their piece. But I think like, like, it's kind of like what I think like rappers do, right? When I'm in the booth Mm -hmm. and I'm recording a song, right? And then I got my partners in the studio with me. They like, hey, you should have said this word instead of that word. That drum would have been fire. And I'm like, so they're basically his chat GBT. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because makes sense. Because I yes, part of the art ideas are mine. But then I right. got inspiration that came from somewhere else. You get what I'm saying? Well, makes sense. And you know, I, I like I said, I've I've gotten to uh, you know, I've got to experience Chat GPT, and I think it's it's I think it's a bright spot when it comes to you know AI and, and and what that you know what's becoming of that because you know again the the cool thing about um, Chat GPT is you can ask it such pointed questions, right? So you can you can get it to create something for you, but again, the agenda still is yours by you know based off you know the questions that you ask and how you're able to kind of frame that because you go, hey, look, this is the exact idea that I was gonna come up with based off of the questions that I was gonna have to create it solely myself. 
but now I have this, you know, this, this engine that can, you know, curate this response or whatever the case may be. Um, and like you said, uh, an efficient fashion. And this is a world of not only convenience, but efficiency. Like, that's the thing. It's like the world isn't getting slower. It's actually getting faster. You know what I'm saying? That by the day, it's getting faster, right? People are being able to produce different things at a speed that's, you know, that's otherworldly. Bro, I can sit here for two minutes and and, and get whatever I need from ChatGPT based off of maybe four questions. Bro, the other day, no lie, the other day, I told mm-hmm. Chat ChatGPT this. I said, create healthy and quick ground chicken dinner recipe. That that just said that just said sure. Here's a simple and healthy ground chicken dinner recipe. Ground chicken stir fry with vegetables bro ingredients mm. and instructions bro like on, bro. 30 seconds i had yeah. to google look through all these different websites that got right. the advertisements on it and i gotta scroll for this, three days this picture where my food not gonna look like it <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like, like straight yeah. to the point bro you can right. go in that drink be like hey create me a uh the other day i did um because I, I use it for life bro like the other day i said The other day I said, well, give me a second. I'm in the app. I'm scrolling. I said, create a three-day workout regimen for beginners to to lose belly. That's exactly what I typed in, bro. No lie. Nah, that's big time. That joint said, day one, cardio and core. Warm up, five to 10 minutes of light cardio. Two, cardio, 20, 30 minutes of moderate cardio core exercise three sets of 10 to 12 reps each plank bicycle crunches russian twists day two strength training day three cardio and flexibility like the joint the joint like like 30 seconds it's not messing around that's yeah that's like i said it's efficient bro you know what i'm saying i ain't got to sit around and, and wait for a trainer to curate something for me because I got to go. Hey, look, sometimes I need to go right now. Like, I'm trying to go to the gym right now. Like, I just came up with the idea and wanted to get right healthy now. right now. And I need to work out right now. <laughs> yeah. No, the yeah. I like about it is, bro, the more people use it, the smarter yeah, it's The going better to. it gets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. Right. It, it, like I say, you know, it's, uh, I think it's an incredible tool. Uh, but, you know, again, with any tool or, or anything that, you know, creates efficiency, what, what you hope is people use it strategically instead of, um, you know, trying to cut corners too far. You know what I'm saying? Like you still gotta, you still gotta put the work in. Don't, don't get it twisted just because chat GBT gave you something and you got to familiarize yourself because, you know, you want it to still be, um, you know, you want it to still be on brand. I think bro, like, and see the thing about it is like, artificial intelligence has has been around for a while but i think like the automation piece hasn't always been that accessible you you get what i'm saying like bro like for sure i got an app on my phone bro i told the joint <laughs> i want to lose my belly bro the joint said cool and they made a whole, you know what i'm saying like yeah like, crazy dog like but yeah. it's always been around people did people just didn't qualify it as artificial intelligence but the other day i was walking around campus and my apple watch said hey are you are you exercising and I was yeah. Like, yeah i was walking around 15 minutes and my watch knew hold on bro you getting these steps in bro you, you yeah. must be ex-. my watch knew i was exercising before i knew i, I was- knew you was exercising <laughs> so oh man this is exercise okay cool yeah yeah crazy bro yeah man it, it it goes to show you too sometimes what we don't quantify right the things we don't necessarily like you would there would there would there would have been no other way for you to quantify what you were doing as essentially a workout had it not been for a watch going hey look your heart rate is increasing you're really moving right now at this point in time and you're like no i'm just going from here to here like not even really you know what i'm saying and we go, oh, man, you got to be physically active. If you're moving around for 15 minutes, especially at the access that you probably were, your body's like, no, bro, you're you're actually putting in some work right now. Don't, don't get it twisted. Mind you, you're doing other things. Your mind is somewhere else, but your body is still going through the work of, you know, actively, you know, just just working on whatever it might be. Right. My, your metabolism is, uh, you know what I mean? Energy is being expended. So, yeah, it's like, hey, man, you know, uh, really, uh, really take that in. <laughs> 
Yeah, bro. It's just like the new iPhone, bro. The new iPhone. Yeah. The joint said it could detect if you've been in a car accident, bro. That is wild. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, how does that even work? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How how do you calibrate that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how they do that, bro. Like, the phone will know if you've been in a car accident, bro. But you know what they probably do? Remember, we used to see those commercials where they had the dummies in the car and you would always see it smash into the thing. Maybe they're doing that, but put the iPhone in the car and they've created some level of, you know what I'm saying? Some shock absorber or something within the phone where it goes, I know based off the G's or whatever the case may be that this phone was moving at, that that probably was a car accident. And I wonder if it does that, does it automatically, um, um, you know, reach out to emergency services? I think it does. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow. Different world, man. It's here to stay, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But now, nah, man, you know, it's, um, I got to say, man, it's, you know, like I said, it's always a pleasure um, jumping back in the chat, man, and, you know, giving the people what they want, which is, uh, you know, which is perspective. And I think, you know, what's cool is, you know, we're, we're really continuing to grow in real life. And uh, I feel like it's coming across uh, via the show, man. So, again, you know, always super excited to get back in a chat with you, bro. Um, and, you know, we want you all to continue following and, uh, you know, continue craving that content, man, because, you know, we're definitely in a space now where we're still growing and, you know, still wanting to, you know, add different layers and, and shades and things of that nature to the show. And so, um, you know, we'll be back again in the chat. It's your guy, James Woodard, a.k.a. Nug. Ramey Roberts, a.k.a. Jers. And, and we, we in the chat. chat. Yes, sir. Guess who started a podcast? Riddle me that. Nugging his boy Jers, and we talking smack. Sports, music, and life, we talking all of that. We live in effect. Hey, yo, we, we in, in the, the chat. chat.